guys. Welcome back to the Undercover Nerds podcast. I'm Robert, and this episode is going to be a little different than usual. Um, I wanted to interview some people about how they got into nerd culture and their experience with it, much like we did for our origin story episode. Uh, but we don't have any sort of clout, so <laughs> I can't interview anyone famous, so I'm using my friends uh, until, you know, we can get someone who is more uh, publicly known. We're cooler than half those hoes, let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Um, Yeah, without any further ado, uh, I'll introduce our first guest for this segment that I'll name later. We love Uh, that. (laughs) But this is uh, my friend Natalie, whom I've known since technically seventh grade, I think. Technically, yeah. Uh, But we didn't... Well, like, we met and then, like, got reintroduced yeah. in, like, ninth grade. Yeah. Or, like, we had... or tenth grade. Tenth grade, because we had homeroom mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I guess the, the first question is, uh, how did you get into nerd culture? When did you find out or discover that you were a... Or, I guess, a better question is, when do you start self-identifying as a nerd? Oh, God. Okay. So, hey, everyone. It's Nat. Um... I don't know. Here's the thing. So I feel like I've always been associated or in with nerd culture, and I'll explain why. (laughs) So growing up, I was always introduced to things like Star Wars and X-Men and video games and, like, fucking, I don't even know, like, comic books and Mm. all things nerdy by my dad. My dad, he's like a avid comic book reader he's all geeky as hell he's a trekkie star wars all of it like he's just into all that shit which is funny because like you wouldn't guess that from looking at your dad like first impression (laughs) context my dad is like this burly retired marine so just imagine at the time anyway he was still an an active duty marine Hmm. imagine this big burly kind of dude yeah, I love Star Wars. Like, let's <laughs> lightsaber fight in Target. Like, he's that kind of guy. So I feel like I've always kind of been associated with nerd culture in a way. Like, one of my first movies I ever watched was The Phantom Menace mm. and the original X-Men. I was always kind of into that. And one of my first video games that I was truly, truly into was Kingdom Hearts. Like, at five, six years old, mind you. So I've always been like, yeah, like, this is really cool. This, this, and this. And I think as I started to get older and going to, like, public school and how, like, oh, people don't necessarily understand how into Star Wars I am or into Marvel or, Marvel or DC Comics, like, the stories and, like, characters and things. Like, you would, like, you know, we all watch kids' TV or whatever. I just think everybody watched the same things I did. Mm. But then kind of interacting with other people, it wasn't always the case. So that's when I started to realize I was kind of, like, nerdy, geeky, a little weird, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess I um, can't speak for for everyone's... Us, you know, middle school, high school experience, but where mm-hmm. we grew up, people didn't start. It wasn't quote unquote cool to be into like you know 
nerd stuff anime that junk until what like our senior year of high school is when all the yeah i would say like started. college kind of almost yeah. too because i remember that's another were... thing too anime Gee, i didn't even mention i didn't even mention anime that's oh. like a whole other realm. well i mentioned that because <laughs> there was a i think it was senior year where some of the mm-hmm. we'll say popular kids quote unquote uh, they would. Mm-hmm. We had the Spirit Week where everyone dressed up. It was cosplay day, and a bunch of them came dressed as uh, Naruto characters. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there with uh, uh, our friend David and Elizabeth, and they're like, "No, no, you guys don't get to. Pre- you don't get to do that." <laughs> Previously, yeah. I had to hide the fact that I was into you know all this stuff. Um, yeah. But also, you mentioned Kingdom Hearts earlier, which people uh-huh. who have listened to the podcast before they know that i have what is probably an unhealthy relationship with kingdom hearts and namura and part of that (laughs) is because me and natalie would like bolster each other's hype for the series in high school (laughs) well also too we okay like Growing up, we grew up in the age of, like, we never knew what Kingdom Hearts 3 was ever going to exist. If yep. it was ever going to exist, slash happen. And I remember, I will never forget watching the first E3 trailer in, like, 2012. I think it was, like, high school or mm-hmm. some shit. And I flipped my fucking, I flipped my shit. And I remember being like, right, they're doing it. <laughs> they gotta do it. Like, we became friends over this game and over Deadpool comics. Like, yep. that was what we became friends over on our merch because we're geeky so you know geeks in our, high school you you spread the word you let people know you're <laughs> geek and that's fine i love it i think I our first actual it. conversation was because we were both wearing deadpool buckle belts which yes. oh my god do you remember buckle belts <laughs> yo i think my sister still has some in her closet <laughs> oh those were like you weren't cool unless you had a buckle belt <laughs> and then they just kind of I'm, I'm too curvy so the real reason I got buckle belts was because they fit. <laughs> real talk. Real talk. I was like, yo, no belts fit me. I'm too curvy. I got too big of a booty. And then I, I'm like, oh, this is adjustable? Lit. It was over. Game I, over. I had like five. Yeah. Kid you not. Oh, I had so many. And now the, I know you I, did. the only one I still have is the, the Pokemon one. Mm. I think my sister still has the um, Pikachu one. I think I have a De- my Deadpool one somewhere at my mom's house. I don't even know. Like, I think Chooch, my sister Chuchi, she still has a uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, she's a total anime geek. Like, I'm not even like, I always say I'm the westernized nerd in terms of the content I look at, and she's totally in the anime world. Chooch is, and I'm not. She's an overall Asiaphile. I can't even restrict oh. it to a certain country. Oh, no, on, no, honestly, you're right there, because it don't even matter, K-drama, Japanese anime, fucking, like, Chinese, I don't even know what the hell she watching at the time, I don't even know, she watch all this shit, I don't even know what it is, that's how nerdy she is, um, that's how you know. Yeah, so the other question that we asked everyone, well, I say everyone, but uh, the other members of the podcast when we did this before, was, mm-hmm. um... If you had, and you kind of touched on this, but if you had to, like, hide that you were a nerd or if you were ever, like, bullied for it in hindsight or, you know, shit like that. Because, again, it wasn't, being a nerd wasn't cool until very, very recently. Um, Right. And they're, like, there, you know, Chris Harwick and other people, you know, make jokes about that where you see someone walking around in a Star Trek shirt and it's like, you couldn't have done that 10 years ago because 
people would have said some shit about it. Uh, right. Yeah, did you ever have, oh my goodness, uh, did you ever have experiences like that? Um, not necessarily about my nerddom. I think, like, being bullied for other things before mm. I started to recognize that I was a geek, a nerd, whatever you want to call it, kind of just maybe not give a shit. I was just like, okay, I like all this stuff. And also, too, I think within my family, and you've met much, a bunch of my cousins yeah. they are like this, too, they're also geeks. I grew up with so many cousins who were around-ish the same age, a little older, a little younger, about the same age sometime. And we grew up in the prime age of Pokemon. Like, oh. my cousin, one of my cousins, he's got cards on cards, like legit stuff, like a big binder full of, like, 90s Pokemon cards. Real talk. Like, again, I feel like, too, I've just always been associated with that culture and within my family we have people who are super geeky into the western content or and the anime and eastern content with anime like it's just kind of normalized to me anyway mm-hmm. not even just with with men in particular which is another thing it's usually associated with men yeah but also with the women like there was plenty Plenty of my female cousins had geeky, nerdy tendencies or were into specific content that was considered geeky and nerdy. Yeah, you know what I mean? mean? That's definitely, I think it's, I hope it's maybe a little less fetishized now, but for a while there. The oh, God, that, yeah. The fact that gamer girl is a term instead of just Ugh. gamer kind of points yeah. that out that uh, the idea of a girl being nerdy to any capacity is like, it's, it is... I, I hate to keep using the same word, but it's fetishized in a way that isn't the case with men. Right. I, I was going to say, if, when you were talking about, like, the bullying thing, I was like, I definitely have experienced more fetishization, fetishization than um, bullying mm-hmm. for my sort of geekdom, my nerddom. And, like, I've been to cons. Like, you see that shit yeah. sometimes. And it's just like, whoa, you know? Like, oh. I'm a normal every... I'm wearing a t-shirt. Like... It's still a big deal in the cosplay it's, community. Where, oh, like, I know. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to make this about like the comics industry, but there are oh. a lot of female characters who like their outfits are at the very least skin tight, if not revealing. And whether <laughs> like, there, that's there a whole some... other conversation. We could make a whole other yeah. episode about why that is so bad for um. What is it? Feminism and well, all yeah. this other I mean, shit. There's, just, you there's know? so many situations where someone might identify with a character and can't cosplay them because of what might happen at a convention. Right, right, yeah. That's, honestly, that's me, honestly, personally. Like, if I know for Halloween or for a con or something, if I want to dress up as a character, I'm like, okay, A, is this appropriate, quote-unquote, for my body? Will I get catcalled? Like, I have to think about this shit. Every time I think about wearing a costume or dressing up as a character. Like, this year, for example, for Halloween, I dressed up as Carmen Sandiego. And in my mind, I was like, this is perfect. No one's gonna fucking catcall me. I'm wearing a coat, for crying out loud. All right? No one's gonna talk shit. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's something you dealt with with a... This had to be, like, sophomore year of college. 
where you did a uh, Laura Croft. Was that sophomore year? You did Laura Croft. I think it was like junior year. Junior I year? dressed up as Laura Croft, I, which I, I didn't even think was that revealing, but you know, people yeah. are. It's hard to put it in perspective because every year I'm some variation of a pirate or a witch. So they all just kind of blend together. <laughs> you are a pirate. Um, except this year, I was a femboy Hooters employee. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of college, another thing that uh, I have no idea if anyone listening to this will know who you are, but uh, another thing know, that probably. I generally associate with you is your love of batman in anything in uh, that realm <laughs> to the point that uh you're and it's funny because you're wearing your kdt sweater right now your, oh yeah your uh-huh. uh nickname code name for your your dance crew in college was the oracle oh yeah it was honestly it's the best name i still use it on every social platform ever because it's just genius yeah. the way they did that i was i couldn't even think of a better name i was like this is fucking amazing also <laughs> You guys want follow me on Instagram, Batman's Oracle. It's popping, always yeah. popping. If you're in the New York City tri-state area, come see me. <laughs> Ron, Rona's fine. Everything's fine, guys. Okay, like I'll be sure to add a, everything will be fine. A link to your socials in the description. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, I, it's a, it's a wild time. <laughs> My crap. Yeah, no, like it's so funny because again, like I've always been loud and proud about being geeky or like liking content that Mm -hmm. I've always liked, whether it be comics or film or shows or whatever, whatever the case may be. And I love how people kind of embrace that with me anyway. Like, and I feel like this is a big misconception. Like people who are nerdy, like that's it. Like that's all they they are. I'm like, no, they are a multitude of other things. A nerd is not one title that will fully define you, period. Well, especially because like, I'm a working professional and I'm nerdy as hell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it can also nerd. I think is such a broad term when you think about it, because like yeah. it's generally associated with like comics, video games, and stuff. But like, yeah, you know, our our other co-host Bell, I would consider her a nerd about anything related to paganism or witchcraft or stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 No, you could be a nerd about anything. You could be a nerd about. I don't fucking know. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can, I, I just looked at my cat. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, there's just random cat facts a lot of people know. And you're like, how? Oh, I never knew that. Like, I always see it as, like, I can learn something new about something. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been seeing someone, and he's, he's a casual Star Wars fan. But because of the Mandalorian and all this stuff going on, I have to, like, educate him on, like, Clone <laughs> Wars and, like, this is what this means and, like, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, we're going back. Like, we're learning, you know? So I always see it as, like, I can teach someone about something and someone can teach me about something. Yeah. I am yeah. glad that, like, uh, because being a nerd has become more, I don't want to say socially acceptable, because um, <laughs> at least when we were growing up, it wasn't, like, you were a total outcast if you were a nerd, like it wasn't like the eighties and nineties. But it's like the nineties, it's not the nineties. Yeah. yeah, but it definitely wasn't as people weren't claiming it as broadly as they are now when we were growing up. Um, true, true. But oh, I completely lost. I my think train it's just because that. it's popularized, honestly. Yeah. Like especially like I always think about how like the Avengers, like that whole era, right oh, when it yeah. first came out. Like people are like, oh, like I read comics and this. I'm like, did you know? 
did you really like do you know who Bucky Barnes is sir like this is before Winter Soldier and all that right like do you know who this is do you know like oh, do you was... know who Falcon is like nobody knew nobody knew and I won't and you know all of us geeks were like yes that's the beauty of the MCU movies is that I'd say with the exception of maybe Captain America and Thor they went out of their way to do the less popular characters to make movies of like even before Guardians happened like in the the movies I had no idea who Guardians were like I knew some like I knew Captain Marvel I knew Black Panther whatever 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 but like Guardians was like one of those like weird ones. I was like, what the fuck? I'd have never heard of this shit. But I'm gonna go read. I'm gonna go like yeah. do my research and see what's going on. I mean, even when I want to know, even when it started back in 2008, Iron Man wasn't nearly as well known as he is now when they made the movie. He would no, yeah. Like if it wasn't for the movies, Iron Man would not be popping. People, little kids would not be dressing up as Iron Man. Yeah, kid you not. Like he wasn't even that cool. To be fair. <laughs> well, he was made in my to personal be... opinion. He was literally made to be unlikable, and people ended up liking him ironically. Um, but yeah, they yeah, that adds, much. it was very smart of them because in the event mm-hmm. that like they they keep they're doing something that I think DC should do more of, where they do less popular characters so that either a they can make the changes necessary to make it work, or b if they fuck it up, no one cares, <laughs> or no at least cares. very few people yeah. care. Whereas DC keeps. Well, I don't. They keep kind of rehashing everything. And yeah. I'm like, we've seen Superman, and and you know me, you know I fucking can't stand Superman. Like I can't oh, stand this man. I, I don't I know can't. if I've ranted about it on the podcast before, oh. but I, anyone who knows oh. me knows that I don't much care for Superman. <laughs> I think he's, I he's boring and white bread. And yes. as much as I dislike comic Superman, I dislike him when he's a sad boy even more. Because the the um, yep. I'll I'll save that for later. I don't I don't want to go on a rant. On the oh, you can go on. I can go on rants about how much I hate Superman and why. Uh, you know, hmm. honestly, too. Like I feel like with it being kind of like popularized now, it's kind of fun. At least from like again, like meeting more people who are not as nerdy like mm-hmm. introducing them to new shit like i intru- i showed somebody um miles morales spider-man oh like, that must ultimate fun. spider-man the other day and they're like i didn't know like, about this and i was like oh my god like so fun. like to just see your reaction to just see how you feel about all yeah. this because i'm living yeah I, I do that a lot with um into the spider-verse with a lot of people oh yeah yeah it's so good god it's Um, but that is another thing that because it's become more popular uh creators are going out of their way to make uh more representation in comics Um, as they should i mean like look if if stanley was not out here doing the doing the people's work in x-men in across marvel comics like we would not be where we are okay like in terms of the first representation and the evolution thereafter. Yeah. Honestly. I do think there's still a lot of work to be done as far as... Oh, absolutely. Because, like, I don't know, maybe this is a hot take. I feel like there is... As far as representation, Black people have definitely gotten most of it. But, you know, in your case, I don't see a whole lot of, you know, good Hispanic representation or... Asian people consistently get shafted right. in like right. you know nerdy culture. Um, I want to see Arab superheroes. 
Where the yeah. fuck are those people? I mean, there's like I don't see those. There's what technically two, and one of them isn't super. I can't even remember her name, but I know she like isn't super well known. Um, and then is oh, I know who you're talking about. Is Miss Marvel yeah. Arabic or is she Indian? I thought she was. She might be Indian. I don't remember, but honestly, like I feel like. I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, in terms of like POC representation, I feel like Black people definitely have the most out of all the other yeah. um, minority groups in terms of of comic representation. Yeah. And again, like, only now is Marvel starting to bring more Latino characters into the universe, getting Latino writers. I mean, who was it? Who was it? Ugh, fuck, what's her name? There's this queer Dominican superhero, forget her fucking name, oh, is Marvelverse. No you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Like, I, off the top of my head, the only one that comes to mind is, like, Miles Morales is half. Like, a lot of people forget he's, still he's half, half He's Latino. Yeah. He's Latino. Look, Latinos come in all colors. That's another thing, y'all. Like, just because they black don't mean they're not Latino. Oh, that, well, that, that, like, yeah. I see so many people saying, like, oh, he's the black Spider-Man. It's like, he's the Afro-Latino Spider-Man. Like, don't. Like his Latino heritage is a it, big right? part of the character. Like they exactly like Literally. that's his introduction in Spider Verse. Is you get introduced to him as part of a Latino culture before as you know African American culture that comes later in the film. And and honestly, yeah, that's another thing too. I feel like people forget with Latino culture, but that's like a whole other thing. Yeah, like it's a it's an ethnic thing first, and then racial because again, like the culture in terms of how they approach race is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely mm-hmm. overlap. Than America. Like we, I guess us specifically, because I'm specifically uh, half uh, Jamaican, Bahamian, Caribbean. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap in the culture that we know. And it's part of yes. why we ended up becoming such good friends. Um, yeah. But I don't think many people realize how much overlap there is between black and Hispanic cultures. Because it's also, well, okay. Being Caribbean too, like I'm Puerto Rican, Guyanese. Even Puerto Ricans in general, like it's intertwined with Black culture, and I've and I've said this so many times. I'm like, guys, it's a mishmash of cultures. Mm-hmm. Caribbean people understand that it's a mishmash of a lot of different shits. Because even being half Guyanese, there's a lot of Indian, like South Asian influence within yeah. their culture as a whole. Also, Black culture influence as a whole. Like it really, I feel like our perspectives on that is just completely different than like most a general American audience can understand. Mm-hmm. And again, like most American people will just see Miles Morales as black versus like Latino. But like, again, like every other Latino person knows there's like bad black people, like even probably blood related to you right now. You probably like, like me looking brown, like looking mixed. And yeah. then like, you got family who's like, 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 oh, I mean, like, I it just be like that. Like I've, I've, you know, met most of your family, which, Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> like, for all intents and purposes, like, they're, I mean, your mom said straight up she wanted to, uh, <laughs> I have to add a Ortiz to my last name. <laughs> Roberto. His name is Roberto Ortiz, guys. Yeah. He adopted um, <laughs> my family. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're, you know, even your, your, your cousin, Layla, I, whenever mm-hmm. we, I went on that cruise with you guys, we ended up yeah. bonding just because, like, she's also half Jamaican. And, you know, I won't give away her whole family situation, but uh, yeah. she doesn't get to meet a lot of people who are right. also Jamaican or, you know, necessarily look right. like her, quote unquote. 
Right. No. And I totally understand her too, in that sense. Mm -hmm. I did not grow up with much of my Guyanese family and did not meet a lot of them until I was older. Like having that representation is super important for people who don't necessarily see that side of their family or side of that culture. You know what I mean? There's plenty, like, I feel like within like media as a whole, like I'm a big proponent of having representation in media. Like guys, I, like I work in media, I work in advertising. Like that's what I do. And there's lots of people who maybe are adopted by people not of their culture, not of their race sometimes. Mm. And seeing other people that look like you or having that sort of story telling on screen is super important. Like just to have that understanding or perspective sometimes. Yeah. Like I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. Um, so something else I did want to ask you, uh, mm-hmm. because I know you, well, I don't know how much you've been keeping up with like games with everything going on, but oh god, no. I, I, <laughs> I, I oh, heard god. someone say before that I think despite how awful this year has been we have entered a little bit of a video game renaissance there's been a lot of good stuff coming out lately like even beyond you know i guess next generation is out now it, the ps5 and uh series yeah, X are out. um yeah true but like even in the past couple of years like there's you know your spider-man ps4s and now miles morales yeah. your god of wars kingdom hearts right. 3 finally fucking came oh, out god um, i will senior of college finally like we waited like a decade for this shit like over a decade yeah and even the the what are they calling it melody of memory i haven't played it yet because i'm mad at nomura because he keeps putting plot important stuff on side don't games. bring Kyrie into this shit <laughs> like can we not can we not like we i thought we were done can we <sighs> i just i i have a lot of thoughts and i know did peyton put you in that chat yeah yeah. <laughs> I didn't even read it. I was like, I can't even deal with this. Like, what is this nonsense? I, I looked at this game. I saw that Kyrie bullshit at the end, and I was like, I don't want to. No, I'll get a spoiler video later. Nomura I will watch some cutscene later. He keeps don't hurting care. us. Because he, he's, oh, I hope, I know what's going to happen with Kingdom Hearts, because he has the most creative control over that. I hope, yeah. I hope that they hired someone Square Enix for Final Fantasy VII to be like, hey man, we get it, you have a lot you want to do, but you gotta stop at some point. He's Did that come ambitious. out already? No. The the first part of it did, yeah. It came oh, out. Oh, okay. I was like, didn't, didn't like that come out already? I don't remember. I was yeah, like, it came out towards the beginning of whenever quarantine started, thank God. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's perfect, though. I mean, people get to sit there and just yeah, pop, I mean, pop, there was like, a... all fucking day. There was a, there's been a steady stream of like, it seems like whenever one big game, people finish playing that, another one comes out until, you know, this month happened and Ubisoft dropped like two games and Miles Morales came out, uh, Cyberpunk got delayed, but I'll rant about that later. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to, to talk to you about it because you are one of... Oh, God. Because I have a lot of friends who fall into the, the nerd spectrum, but not all of them are necessarily gamers. See, I haven't really gamed like that in a minute. I feel like my evolution of nerddom has evolved <laughs> to other things as well. It's not even mm-hmm. just like 
games anymore. Like, I remember being younger and being very into games. I feel like now it's really about, like, world-building content mm-hmm. outside of games. Like, with all the, like I said, like, Star Wars has taken up so much of my fucking time <laughs> in this quarantine. It wasn't even just Mandalorian now. It was the end of Clone Wars, which I cried. I cried. I could go on and on about the last four episodes of Clone Wars. <laughs> it's the best piece of Star Wars that I... It's controversial. I don't give a shit. It's the best piece of Star Wars I think a lot of exists. people would agree with that. Um, it's... Oh my... I cried. Like, I was just like, this is beautiful. This is I, content. I think Ugh. consistently, and this may actually be... It won't be the first hot take I've made on the podcast. But That's fine. You know, I, I love a good hot take. The extended universe stuff is consistently like the quality is higher than the movies. Because even I the agree. original trilogy, like they're well beloved, but if you look at them objectively as films, they're they have their issues. Right. Oh, totally agree. And I and like I said, like I I definitely agree with you that the the extended, the shows, the comics, like Everybody reads the Vader comics. Mm-hmm. Baller, highly recommend. They're great. They're still they're canon. Ooh, fucking canon. I mean, God. I think that's why um, so many people were pissed when they didn't pull from the extended universe for the the sequel trilogy. They uh, did and they didn't. Like it was just they kind of like what they liked and then that was it. They, but they, also like, too, picked, it's like ugh, like God. Yeah, they picked and chose, and then uh, what's. I can't even remember her fucking name because she pisses me off so much. The, Ray? No, no, the 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 person who's like in charge of Star Wars now. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy yes. can go suck uh, my dick. I uh, can't stand. Can John Favreau just do everything? Like if he just did everything, I would be happy for the rest of my life. Even JJ Abrams. If JJ and John got together and just went, boop, 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 we're gonna make something. I don't even care what it is. Show a movie. I don't give a fuck. If they just did something. I would die. I could die happy. Yeah. It, it's it's fantastic. Like, Kathleen Kennedy, as much as I love women in power, it just didn't work. It well, just yeah, cause doesn't that, work. There's that famous picture where she's like, there just wasn't a lot to pull from. And then there's, like, literally libraries. Says the lie. Lore. The lies you tell. <laughs> and you're not going to make Force Unleashed, Kanan? Like, you know how fucking... Hmm. Like, ugh. Uh, oh, what did God. you think of the new movies? Because I don't think we've talked about them since we have not talked about the entire series yeah. as a whole. Because no, I we have not. I'm not. I I'm notoriously fairly easy to please. Something has to be particularly bad for me to hate it, and I can find something of merit in the new movies, and I can find something of merit in the the prequels. <sighs> I, I think. I mean, they, same. I think the prequels too, like because we grew up on the prequels. It's kind of got that nostalgia feel for us too. Yeah. How like old people feel with old people, old people feel about <laughs> the original trilogy, which I get, I understand, totally makes sense. The prequels to me, I'm like, yeah, I grew up with Mace Windu and shit. Like that was that was my yeah. life. And the new trilogy is just like <sighs> Last Jedi can go second day. Hate Last Jedi, but um, everything else was like okay. Like at least the prequels, they did new shit. Like, they did something completely different than the original trilogy. And overall, I feel like the new trilogy really tried to follow the original's formula, trying to deviate even more from the prequels. But I feel like 
especially with like watching the Clone Wars and all that, I feel like the prequels are more relevant than people realize. Oh yeah, I've I've told yeah. this to people before, but I I break it down into like I think each trilogy has their biggest strengths. I think yes, as far as the movies, the story was definitely the strongest with the original trilogy. Yeah, and the prequels, absolutely. I think the world building and the technology they introduced uh, paved the way for some of the coolest stuff that we have. Like, Ahsoka's lightsabers would not be the way they are if they didn't experiment like oh. they did in the prequels. Queen um, of my life. I love and her. And I think the God. sequels, at the very least, has some of the best fight choreography in the series. Oh, I'd argue that, but okay. In the, uh, in the <laughs> again, movies, uh, standalone. No, uh, no, standalone. Yeah. Even standalone, I... I episode three has the best fights out of all nine movies i don't care what anybody <laughs> episode know, I think... three you can't tell me Sidious versus yoda in episode three you were on the edge of your seat you weren't like what the fuck that's happening we're seeing that also too that was the not the first time yeah the first time people saw yoda fight period mm-hmm. like fight fight and i remember my mind i think it was like eight don't remember how old i was it, i definitely was under 10 alone my mind was blown i was like what what is that what 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 what, what? also think, like god i know i think episode three has the highest level of spectacle but as far as like and it's weird to say grounded okay. because it is like sci-fi campy nonsense uh nonsense quote unquote. yeah uh but like as far as like weight and i think hold on you froze bro oh uh sorry it's all good. Um, excluding the okay. excluding the Obi Wan Anakin fight, as far as like emotional weight and like like literal weight behind the the actions and just like you feel the fight scenes, especially between Rey and Kylo. I think there's just there's something about the rawness of them that I really really like in the sequels. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely like that about them. Did I think they should have made out? Spoiler alert. No. Yeah, that felt <laughs> like very, that very ruined it. I was like, can we not? There was no sexual tension. I'm quick to point out character sexual tension from the jump, mm-hmm. from the first meeting, and there was no sexual tension between those two. And it's just yeah, fucking like up. no. Rise of Skywalker was a unique oh. movie, and that they managed to piss off people who were fans of The Force Awakens and people who were fans of The Last Jedi at the same I, time. At the same time, because I hate them. Like, I just think it retconned so much. <sighs> I I would have been... I like The Last Jedi, um, but as a, as a standalone film, I think if you're okay, looking fair, as a fair. sequel to The Force Awakens, yeah, they did a lot of weird stuff, and I think that's because they... Well, I think it's common knowledge. Well, not common knowledge, but they didn't. They didn't have the shit planned out. Uh, they didn't know what they wanted to do with the trilogy. And the Last Jedi, as much as I like it as in a vacuum, a lot of what it was, it did a lot for the sake of um, uh, being a contrarian. They, people predicted shit, and then they. It seems like they changed the script for the sake of, oh, well, you predicted this would happen, so we're going to change it. And I didn't appreciate that aspect of it. Also, too, like, there was a lot of stuff, like, if, if we want to go, like, geeky into, like, fi- um, like filmmakers and things, there was a lot of, like, crazy shit behind the scenes that people were getting fired, they're bringing on new people, they're doing yeah. this, this, and this, and that, in general, was bad. Like, initially, I remember they were like, yeah, J.J. Abrams going to do all three because he did all the Star Trek, which he did fucking amazing mm-hmm. with all the Star Trek films he did. 
Beautiful. Fantastic. I have no complaints. No complaints. And I grew up with Star Trek. Love Star Trek. No complaints. Star Trek Beyond? Underrated as hell. Fucking masterpiece. And literally, I'm like, okay, he did all this. He made billions of fucking dollars. And you're not going to give him all of Star Wars to do what he wants? Are you insane? Well, because then they were supposed to have uh, the dudes from Game of Thrones, which that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other and thing. They, because they're they supposedly supposed to do Knights of the Old Republic, apparently. They, that's what they they're going to do They rushed next. Game of Thrones to do Star Wars, and then they didn't do Star Wars. But they also fucked up Game of Thrones at the end, but that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, literally. Like, that was my thing. Apparently, they were they were brought on and then fired for doing Knights of the Old Republic. Which, if that is even going to happen, don't know. Uh, Who the hell knows? Would I I be here for it? Depending. If they did it right, I'd be here for it. I'll I'll watch it just because in recent years, I have this thing where even if I think a movie is going to be bad, I have to watch it just so I can talk shit knowing that I've seen it. (laughs) If it's something of a property that I'm like, yeah, it's like fucking Batman versus Superman. Or Justice League. <laughs> it's just uh, as oh. much as I love DC. Oh Listen, my god! I, I had I, to watch it just to fucking talk shit. You can validate this because if I said it, no one would believe me. I called it back in high school you that did. it was going to no, be bad. As soon as they I revealed know. the subtitle was Dawn of Justice, I was like, oh, so it's just going to set up Justice League and nothing will actually happen in the movie. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Like. Again, like, uh, and also, like, have you, uh, we haven't even talked about the new Batman. How do you feel? I've watched that trailer a lot, and I I have thoughts. I haven't watched a lot of DC's trailers, just because I want to go in without expectations. Okay. (laughs) Because if I expect something, I know I'll be let down in some capacity. That's fair. Um, But, I will say, the Batman. Solid. I'm here for Robert Pattinson and a noir Batman. That's so the thing that I'm with it. I don't want to say concerns, but the thing that I'm skeptical about. Okay. I think he'd make a good Batman because he has the okay. jawline for it. I need to see him as Bruce Wayne. I'm not I, sold fair. on Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne yet. That's fair. No, totally get it. And they haven't really shown so much of him as Bruce Wayne. Which I feel like I've seen him in. He's a great actor. Yeah, oh, he's amazing. Like, he's fantastic. Am I concerned? Yes. Do I think he could probably most likely 75% like positive that he could do it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Knowing how his other work is, he's not just Edward Cullen, y'all. Like, he wasn't. He wasn't Edward oh, Cullen. Listen, he was out here. No one he was getting awards. He was getting back does and shit. No he, one hates those movies more than he does. <laughs> I know. I. God, that's um, yeah, otherwise, <laughs> I so I saw the Wonder Woman trailer because for a while there, YouTube had it before every single video, um, and I've seen I've seen the cast list for Suicide Squad, but I haven't actually watched the trailer yet. Okay, I'm actually I'm kind of surprised. The cast list is interesting. I I want to see more. I Honestly, was surprised to see Pete Davidson of all people is going to be in Suicide oh, Squad. He wasn't in the trailer, but I want to see him in Suicide Squad. Oh, I, <laughs> like guaranteed. In, unless IMDb was lying to me, he's on the cast list. Uh, I I can actually look up who he's playing. He was not in that trailer, and honestly, I wa- I remember watching that trailer, and I'm pretty here for it. Like, 
There's no Jared Leto Joker, thank fucking God. Oh, it seems like they, you watched uh, Birds of Prey. They removed of any <laughs> mention of him to the extent of like, we're just going to animate the Joker scenes because fuck him. And you know I had so much hope for Jared Leto too. You could, you could attest to this. I was so hopeful for Jared Leto. I was like, yeah, he's going to do great. He's like on my top list if anybody had to play Joker. And then he fucking ruined it. And because of that, I'm now concerned about Mobius. I am very concerned Mobius, about Morbius, Morbius, and I think Morbius. it's going to be trash. Morbius, Morbius, yeah, somebody. I know, I don't know a lot the, about the fucking Spider-Man villain who's a vampire. Yeah, that uh. guy. <laughs> I'm very concerned about that because a. It also goes to your point of like, yo, if they're going to fuck up a superhero movie, at least somebody nobody knows about. And that's one of those characters nobody yeah. knows about. Even within the Spider-Man canon, like, nobody knows about that motherfucker. Oh, because, like, when you think Spider-Man villains, the first ones that come to, like, you know, Doc Ock, Rhino, uh, Green Goblin, uh, Sandman, et cetera, et cetera. Lizard. Morbius there's, is, there's like, Morbius is unfortunately, like, lower on the, <laughs> the, the also, rogues gallery. I don't know if you've seen the trailer. You've probably seen the trailer. I saw the first one. It just looks trash. Like It doesn't feel like a comic book movie. It doesn't, um, which I'm not mad, but at the same time, I'm kind of mad. Well, like, like it, mm, it doesn't feel mm. like a comic book movie in the bad way. Like, Logan didn't feel like a comic movie. It felt like a, a noir. But that worked for it. I don't, but that worked. There was still comic elements. Yeah, like, I don't even get within that the trailer, vibe. I remember. I don't get that yeah. vibe from um. From no, Logan's. and I feel like it worked, too, for Logan because he was already established. We already know he's a comic book character, yeah. but we're seeing him in this grounded sort of setting. Like, that's interesting to mm. see that. You can't just come off the bat being like, yeah, I'm grounded, but I'm a supervillain. Nah, you can't do that. Like, but even, even within like, Joker, there was superhero, super villain yeah. elements, very campy at times, but in a proper way, because it was like it was set in the 70s, or yeah. that's how it looked anyway. That was appropriate. Like, they did the right thing by setting it in a sort of campy time period to where his bullshit would make sense. Yeah, I mean, even with something, in a grounded like, setting. something like New Mutants, which I haven't seen yet, so I don't know if this is a hot take or not. Um, but I New haven't Mutants seen is, it, and I'm, I don't even know how. Yeah, it's framed it. as, at least the trailers, they frame it as a horror movie, which I think kind of works based on what we know about X-Men. You could very easily right. spin that as a horror film. But sure, I, yeah. from what I've seen of Morbius, I... I haven't seen a way they're trying to spin it that just it it feels weird. I mean, I guess I won't know until it comes out, but I'm not I'm not excited. Is it ever gonna <laughs> come out? Like, I didn't even hear about it. I don't see nothing about it. Let me look at Let me look this up really um, quick, actually. Also, for the record, Pete Davidson is supposed to be playing Blackguard in Suicide Squad. Interesting. I okay. don't know who that is. I I know a lot more about Marvel than I do about DC. I mean, same. You know me. Same. Um, or but I if guess... you haven't seen the Harley Quinn show, like animated show, oh my, it's so, so good! It's amazing. Highly recommend. I would. That should have been the real Birds of Prey. That's what that shit should. Yeah, be. yeah. If anyone Birds listening, Prey, like, if you have, what is it? It's a. It's not HBO, is it? Is it HBO? No, it's the DC, um, like streaming, whatever yeah. the bullshit. Well, that's not. A but thing you know, anymore. you can find that shit illegally. You know, the, the DC streaming app isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> oh, it's not a thing. Great. Okay, yeah. you could probably um, find it. Yeah, we're going to find it. Fucking buy Wherever. it on iTunes or something. But if you haven't watched the, the Harley internet. Quinn show, watch it. Uh, Shane Glines, the character designer, confirmed a season three for it. 
No, we did. Yeah, I saw that. And with, um, what was it, DC, whatever the hell, like, for Comic-Con that they did, they had, like, a whole DC oh, day yeah. or whatever the hell. I know that was cool. About. That was fucking cool. I was like, I want to see more of this. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Please bring more. Because they just, they were like, trailer. Yo, look at all this shit we're doing. Yes. And I was like, see, this is the virtual Comic-Con I needed before. Fuck the new, fuck the regular Comic-Con. The San Diego Comic-Con this year was trash. Like, all the online, there was no new shit. It was nothing. Yeah. And I was like, what was the point of all this? I, I and then they was it a DC the... day or some shit? That yeah. was that was the real Comic-Con. Like, I know they did I it for the that. sake of like having a convention, but I feel like it's... Can, the the, the part of the fun of conventions is being there in person and seeing, you know, how many people are also interested in the stuff you are and getting right. a chance to maybe meet some it's of a the community, actors yeah. in your life. Uh, you don't... Because even like as an artist, like a lot of people it's hard to build yourself as a freelance artist without stuff like conventions because that interaction right. builds your brand there's just there's you not need a lot the to community it, it's all in the community and like honestly like i feel like with san diego with, with san diego comic-con this year hmm. and most of the big cons they didn't make it worth it you know how like at least for me like i went to new york comic-con last year by myself mind you i just went shit oh, i was like right. i just want to see what the hell's going on <laughs> i just want to take it all in because it's huge it's insane and i remember that was when watchmen was coming out which also on hbo fan fucking tastic watch watchmen if you haven't oh my oh my god i could rave all day about that shit but watchmen was coming out there was the wonder woman stuff coming out there was a bunch of other smaller DC and Marvel properties too that were coming out and like that was fun like waiting in the lines with people meeting new people running into random ass friends that are also at the con okay I mean New York's a big place <laughs> New York's a big place and you know like it's a small world sometimes but like looking at all the costumes like it's just fun it's just fun okay like it's it, again it's all in the community and again I feel like with nerds like me going by myself didn't go with any of my friends I was just like, I just want to go. I just want to, like, see. I just want to, like, you know, be flat I think that's a benefit, like, like, I feel like going to a con by yourself, you have a level of maneuverability because you can just, like, go to the stuff you want, weave in and out without having to worry about leaving someone behind. <laughs> oh, my, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not and, to like, say that I, I don't like going to cons with friends. Oh, it's I just, love going know. to cons with friends. <laughs> that's fun, too. It's just, this is the first time I was like, well, everyone else is working, and it's my birthday. Fuck yeah, we're gonna go by myself. I feel I'm like, like if I were if I were ever to go to another con by myself, I'd have to do an Assassin's Creed costume just so I can do the, the hood up incognito like blending <laughs> yeah. into the crowd. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And like this year, um it was when Ivana was supposed to be up here anyway, we were gonna go with Sailor Scouts, we were gonna mm-hmm. get other people to go with Sailor Scouts. It was gonna be fun, like it's just fun to Listen, be like I'll do a gender bend be- Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> I'm with you. I see it, I feel it. Feel it. I like that. Yes, I'm with it. I'm with that shit. But yeah, no, like, I was so sad with all the Rona stuff this year, besides all the shit I was gonna do. Like, I was like, what about con? There's gonna be no con? Fuck. I was like, oh man, like, it's just, it's just such a good ass time. I mean, hopefully they make up for it, uh, assuming there will be cons next year. Who knows? Hopefully. Apparently, who who the hell knows? I don't even know anymore. Yeah. But I'm with it. I've always wanted to go to San Diego and for that con, because, you know, mm-hmm. the con of cons. 
It's like the fucking Mecca. Yeah. <laughs> Jerusalem of Khan, whatever you want to call it. I know uh, me, Sonata, Tammy, and you have been talking about uh, there's a lot of anime-specific cons here in Atlanta yes. that we want to try and go That's to. That's true. Uh, at the very least, Momocon and Dragon Con. Uh, yeah, sure, those Dragon Con. Happen. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll definitely have to we'll have to set up a con that we can go to. Oh, I know. And, and I wasn't even going to go to Atlanta. This I was going to do so much shit in Atlanta. I was going to go back and forth. You know me, just said it. You know me. You got to you gotta come for Music Midtown next year. My Chemical <laughs> Romance is supposed to be here. That, I was like, guys, if I... Because I was going to do it this year. There was no Rona. I was definitely going to come for Music Midtown. I was like, but I was supposed to go to GovBall in New York. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to Spain. I was supposed to do all this shit. And Miss Rona <laughs> fucked it up. Miss Rona. I was gonna do New York Comic Con again. I was even thinking. Of, I was even thinking about going to Lollapalooza this year because I got so many friends out in Chicago. Yeah. I was like, yo, what if I just went to Lollapalooza? It's like hundred dollars round trip from New York. What about <laughs> what about this flight? I was like, oh, this flight looks cheap. Let's see. Like, I was really bad to do it. But next next year, better be popping. Like, hopefully everything happens again. I'm supposed to go to Vegas next May for music festival. Oh my goodness. We'll see what happens for oh, EDC. Vegas scares me. <laughs> I've never been to Vegas, but I'm here for it. I I feel like I would have to go to Vegas on vacation. Uh specifically, okay. well, maybe that's a bad idea because I become a high fu- apparently I become a high functioning alcoholic on vacation. You are. You saw oh, me on the are. cruise. I very yep. rarely had I I it was very we rare. We were drinking that I didn't all day. In my hand. We drank all day. Oh, well, it, it hit the point where I was ordering basically a pitcher of alcohol at the comedy club every night. Literally. Um, but we are coming up on our time for the, the podcast. Okay. Do you have anything you want to plug real quick? Um, I mean, I, I do photography sometimes. I'm out here in these streets. If you're in the New York tri-state area, hit me up on Instagram. New York City tri-state area. On Batman's Oracle on Instagram, my photo Instagram is also my personal Instagram. On my personal Instagram, it's Nat underscore D underscore Photography. I do that for shits and giggles sometimes. Um, you know me. I, I love. If anybody wants to have Mandalorian watch parties, let me know. <laughs> um, the Selena show is gonna come out on Netflix. Oh, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't ask you about that. I completely <laughs> slipped my mind and I saw the trailer for it and I was like, oh, I gotta talk to Melanie about this. I cried. I was like, this is beautiful. I was like, yes! And I, oh god, I know we're coming up on our time, but I like how they're not doing what we expect. It's before. It's it's 80s Selena. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see teenage Selena. We didn't get to see that shit. Nobody saw that shit. I want to see it. I'm here for it. I'm ready. It's December 4th, I think. I'm about to have my pizza ready because, you know, she loves pizza. So, yes. Yes, I approve. (laughs) I approve. Yes. All right. Well, that's Mm going to do it for this episode, guys. If you have any questions you want me to ask future guests, email us us at (laughs) undercovernerdspodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, thank you for listening. I'll see you later. Bye, guys. Thank you.